Everybody, uh, well, thanks for tuning in to the Forever Bogus Podcast. Uh, I'm I'm your bogus host, B Boy Bogus Bryce. Kind of sick today. I'm here with my buddy Jamie, and honestly, Jamie, you don't look very well yourself either, man. I I I am very sick, and it actually it has nothing to do with my anxiety about the rap battle that I'm going to have at lunchtime. Oh, is that right? Um, yeah, no, it has nothing to do with that. Actually, like, darn, <laughs> I'm kind of upset that I'm sick because I'm going to miss that rap battle. Darn it. I wasn't nervous about it. Right. He's not a better rapper than me, but I'm just <laughs> I'm nervous. I, I don't want to go. Well, you are, uh, you know, everybody's favorite rapper from the middle school lunch table. Thanks. So maybe you could yeah. have beat that. Well, here's uh. the thing. I, I, I am everyone's favorite, but I never said I'm the best. You know, I'm, I'm your favorite. That's true. I'm very charismatic. And that's I, all it takes. I, I mean, look at Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, we're here today to talk about uh, a weird subject that I think that we can all relate to slightly, which is how we spent our sick days growing up in the 90s. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, right off the bat here, I have a question for you, Jamie. Yeah. And you may have already answered it for me, but have you ever faked being sick to get out of something when you were younger? You know, for me personally... I like I, I joked in the, earlier about the rap battle and stuff. When I faked sick to get out of stuff with school, it, it was never a test or a class. It was always uh-huh. like a, some social thing. Like I didn't want to see this person, really, or whatever. But I, my sister actually, she um, on a similar end of the spectrum, she she wanted to get glasses, so she faked bombed her eye test, and she <laughs> fake bombed it so bad that she was like walking into walls and shit. When she got Are the glasses, yeah, like they were like Coke bottle glasses and like she should have only faked lost it a little bit, but she, you know, we, I remember we got him and my mom put him on. She was like, holy shit, you're blind. How long have you been blind for? You know, and then she put the glasses on. She's like walking into walls and stuff. We got on pretty quick. We were like, oh, I imagine yeah. so. You, you can't really fake that as yeah, soon as you start yeah. wearing those Coke glasses. How about you? Know? you? What if you, what if you fake sick to get out of? I've faked sick quite a few times and you're right. It was never to like get out of like a test or an assignment or something. It was mostly just like I got tired of going to school and either there was something on TV that I really wanted to watch and just like wanted to avoid going to school and stay at home so I can watch that. But what sucks is that um, there was a point in my life, I think it was middle school, uh, and I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast. I was I kind of faked being sick, but then it actually got sick. And then I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was 12 years old. Wow. So like, so like it was a really weird buildup and then I actually got sick and it was actually like serious. So, so before I, you, before you knew you had Crohn's disease, you were using the symptoms of Crohn's disease to stay home and watch Garfield no. and friends. I, I mean, <laughs> how'd you know it was Garfield and Come Friends? Come on down, don't uh, do the place where fun never ends. I love that yeah. theme song. Oh, so uh, but but no, I, I didn't use like the symptoms of Crohn's disease. I, I used like the symptoms of like my stomach's hurting. I feel kind of nauseous. I feel like throwing up or whatever. And then, you know, within, within a month of like kind of doing that off and on, I actually got sick. Yeah. And I actually like, you know, stayed home from, from school more than once a week. And that be, kind of became an issue with like trying to get – 
work done and stuff like that with school. Did you but, start like what'd you tell the kids at school? Did you come up? I cause I was a liar when I was a kid, man. I used to tell stories, <laughs> dude. I would be like, oh you well, know actually, way. So Bryce, why are you why are you out every Thursday? Um because my cousin uh, is taking me to BMX camp every Thursday. So <laughs> I'm getting to be maybe in the X Games this summer. I'm trying. I, I'm, I, I get to meet Matt Hoffman and stuff. It's yeah. not a big deal or anything. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're <laughs> fucking just shitting and stuff. <laughs> right. Right. No, 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 no. But but I'm very interested. Like when you did stay home from school, like sick from school, like what did you do? Yeah. So we, we, we wanted to talk about this here in the podcast because I'm sure everybody listening you know, you're already a sick day at home is just sort of like a, a, it's really a pop culture mecca of yes. of undiscovered, you know, or or maybe maybe it is discovered pop culture, but stuff that you don't get to visit very often because there's stuff on TV that you know is on in the daytime that you would never see when you're in school. Exactly, we um, didn't have TiVo where you can just record it and then come back and watch it at a later time. I guess we had like v- VCR players, but no one really thought about recording daytime television to watch right. later. And, you know? and now, as like a nostalgic guy and a retro guy, I would kill to have hours of Maury recorded from the 90s. Yes. But, you know, back then you're like, oh, this is this is just shit. I'll catch it when I catch it, you know? Yes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we have a whole slew of... Uh, daytime television talk shows, Montel Williams, Ricky Lake, Sally Jesse Raphael, Geraldo, oh, yeah. Jenny Jones. Yep. Uh, the list goes Jerry. on. Yes, I was, gonna, yep. I was gonna actually going to cap that list with Jerry Springer and one of my favorite episodes uh, where in 1997, where, the Shock Rock episode with Guar and El Duche. <laughs> oh. You talked about this on the podcast before because this was like your first exposure yes. to, to Guar. Yeah, I, I didn't know what they were. And I didn't have the internet, so I just didn't figure it out for a long time. I just had this memory of being home sick and uh, seeing these monsters talk on on TV. And I was like half – it was like if – I think I was actually sick. So it was like half fever dream, (laughs) half awake, watching this shit happen. Not sure if it's real or not. And actually, I think years went by and I assumed I dreamt that until I eventually – found out what Guar was. But El Duce was also on that episode, who is the uh, vocalist for the band The Mentors. Uh-huh. And um, genuine lunatic, who oh, yes. who, uh, who claims that uh, Courtney Love approached him to uh, to murder Kurt Cobain. Yes. And, um, <laughs> I remember that episode, actually. <laughs> now, you know what's kind of interesting about that is it, it, it could make sense either way. Because yeah, a maniac would come up with that, and it would be a lie, and it would just yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing. Are you talking would. about Courtney Love? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but um, also, if I was going to hire somebody to kill somebody, I would hire a madman because then oh, yes. you could just pin it on them, you know. So exactly. the thing makes sense either way. But yeah, El Duce, I didn't know that I was introduced to the mentors at that time, and you guys give yourself. 30 seconds to listen to the mentors. That's all you need. All of his songs are about getting pissed on by women. You know, it's and killing Kurt Cobain and killing Kurt uh, Cobain. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so Jerry would speak for me, but what about you? I got exposure to all sorts of things, especially watching the talk shows like Montel Williams. Oh yeah. Like I, I find out about premarital sex yeah, dude. and like DNA testing and like transvestites and stuff like things I would have never have seen ever I'm like, you know, after, you know, coming home from school and turning on the boob tube, I would have never seen that. I watched cartoons and stuff. I should have been sent to horny jail when I was a kid because I, <laughs> I stayed home sick one day 
And I saw that them, they were promoting the episode about premarital sex, so I faked sex the next day so I could see the That's sex That's hilarious. Episode. Like, thinking, my kid Ray, thinking, like, I'm going to see boobs. No, right. no, you're not. On daytime television. No, no, you're going to see, like, some weirdos. Hey, man. man, sometimes that's what you had to do just to see a pair of boobs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you never did, unfortunately. Go to horny jail forever. <laughs> right. Do not pass go. I think the biggest thing that, that was for me for sick days was Price is Right. Mm. Because Price is Right always came on, like, mid mid-morning, before the afternoon. And for some reason, it felt so magical when... The Price is Right came on, and you see Bob come on, and Bob Barker come on, and introduce everybody I'm on stage and stuff. Like, something so magical, because I really didn't catch it, you know, And during primetime television. Only thing they really had during primetime was, like, Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune and stuff yeah. like that. But something was so magical about Price is Right during the, the mornings. And same thing in, like, the mid-90s when Rosie O'Donnell had her own show. Oh, man, It was yeah. huge. It was huge, and I think it was kind of... Uh, proto ellen and like proto like the tv shows like talk shows that you see now they didn't go she didn't go as 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 intense as like ricky lake or sally jesse or nowhere close to springer she was more about having fun and stuff and she was shooting slingshots in the audience and she had her doll and stuff like that do you have a rosie doll i swear i saw a rosie doll on your shelf i did for a while but i ended up giving it away who'd you give it away to I gave it away to like a family member that was a fan. It was kind of like a gag gift okay, for okay. their their birthday, but but it was it was the, she was all about promoting fun, pr- promoting positivity and stuff. And this is something that I would have never have seen if I you know wasn't sick from school and staying home and watching the boob tube. Yeah, I had a dream that uh, Rosie O'Donnell screamed at me when I was a kid, and I just I never. Uh... <laughs> what about? Oh, I don't know. Like she was just <laughs> you're in so much trouble for this. Um, (laughs) and so i never i never really looked at rosie the same uh but i i loved her in uh live action flintstones so oh yeah she was great in that hey i have a question for you so when you stayed like stayed home sick uh from school did one of your parents stay home or or did they go to work like did they leave you alone my when i was a kid my for a period of time my mom was a stay-at-home mom okay uh so she was home pretty often, which was good because, like, who's going to microwave my chicky nuggies and, <laughs> you know, who's – Take your take your temperature. Who's going to make you know. cheese toast for me and stuff like that. I, know. Right. I, I, I don't know how to do anything. Uh, yeah, so my mom was always home. My dad would go to work and, um, you know, that actually did open up some opportunities for me to be a bit of a menace – uh you know because <laughs> because your mom didn't care as much of like what you what you did or got yourself into no 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 and she would just be she's just occupied you know she oh okay she's watching the same shows i'm trying to watch she's watching ricky lake and stuff like that so but you can't watch it together that's too awkward no no you can't watch uh, but also i'm supposed to be sick so i would exactly, i would go full exactly. kayfabe I'd, I'd be limping and stuff like that it's like why are you limping you have a fever i don't know <laughs> yeah I don't know if I'll ever be able to go back. So that that brings me to my next question then. Like, was your mom into soap operas? My mom loved soap operas and uh, she she really liked – which one did she like? But she had a big crush on the guy Todd who had a a scar on his cheek. General Hospital? Um I don't know if it's what's name. I name can't a few remember. Of them. General Hospital. Well, my I'll, I'll tell you what my mom okay. was into because I actually had to watch it because we only had one television at the time. Uh, Days of Our Lives. She loved oh. Days of Our Lives a lot. Uh, she would like 
watch like passively the young and the uh, ruthless or restless or something like that. And uh, but she loved General Hospital too. Here so it is. I, those are like the three that I had to watch with her until I can actually have the TV <laughs> for myself. Okay, so the, the the guy's name is Todd Manning, and he was on a show called uh, One Life to Live, daytime drama. Oh, okay. Um, and she did not. She was not into that one. He was like he kind of like I'm looking at him now. He kind of has like a uh, oh yeah, he's got the scar on his cheek. Um, he's got long, mysterious hair. Actually, he kind of looked like my dad in the nineties. Maybe that's why my mom had Interesting. a crush on him. But, uh, that brings me to, uh, my next step because he looks a little bit like a devil in this picture and my okay. favorite, <laughs> uh, Jerry Springer episode, my teen worship Satan. Are you familiar with oh this? Oh my God. That's a classic. Yeah. That's up there with the KKK yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh. There was the satanic panic really bled into the 90s. Uh, it really it did. It bled up into the 90s till about like 95 or 96. And yep. in mid-90s daytime television talk shows, you could see quite a few episodes all about um, Satan worship and devil worship and, you know, like being parents scared because their kids are dressing like Marilyn Manson and stuff like that. And, <laughs> right. You know, that kind of thing. And, and, and you get it to an extent. I mean – you know, yes. hey, the worst thing that could have happened is is Marilyn Manson being a rapist because turns out our parents were right all along. He's a fucking yes. asshole. But uh, they called it. They called it. God fucking damn it. They were right again. Just let me be right about one thing. Just one thing. Come um, on. I also there was a I, I talked on the show quite a bit in the past about how I was late to the game with uh, cable. Um, uh-huh. And here in New Jersey, we are close enough to or we're close enough to the World Trade Center that you we can get about 32 channels over our That's pretty nice. over our rabbit ear broadcast yeah. television. And uh so with that I did get some New York City public access and oh. I got a uh, a local show called Best Talk in Town. Never um, heard of that before. Yeah, no, I'm assuming it is probably the best talk in town. <laughs> the, the, the New York Coffee Talk. And right. um I don't recall this episode but it is very famous on the internet, uh, it is the episode featuring Dark Lord Blood. Oh, my God. Another satanic episode. And this guy is a, just a straight-up nerd. <laughs> yes. And he has his hood on, and he has sunglasses on, and he's like, yeah, I guess I'm a saintness. And and I and I, we sacrifice animals and everything for the Dark Lord. I think I've seen like, a oh. clip of this on uh, the Found Footage Festival. I'm, That's I'm who pretty put, yes, sure. The Found okay, Footage okay. Festival are the dudes that put it up. Because it sounds so uh, familiar. Go ahead and look up. Dark Lord. All you have to look up is Dark Lord Blood, and you'll and you'll get what a great name that is. Yes, Dark that Lord is Blood. a pretty fucking rad yeah. name. <laughs> I think the other thing that was really big uh, on the daytime television, especially. Well, I, I guess I'll go back. So I was actually left a, alone at home sometimes when I was sick, especially oh, yeah. if, if I didn't have a fever and I was just like nauseous or whatever. My mom's like, "Okay, I'm going to take a half a day. I'm going to go in and work at the bank for four hours, and I'll be home." at you know before three o'clock or whatever i'm like great that gives me four hours to watch whatever i want on television and you and fucking make your mayo sandwiches <laughs> gross no you no. fucking heathen I- <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback from our in-betweeners episode go check that one out uh but i think the the biggest thing for some reason uh, that i watched was like infomercials and qvc and uh, the home shopping network i don't know why it was i love so infomercials appealing. I really love infomercials, and it actually fucked up my brain to this day. <laughs> Why? Where like I, 
I have. I, I think you and I have talked about it a little bit on the podcast, and I think that film fans and and people nostalgic fans and people who are in our wheelhouse um, will sort of relate to this a little bit. But having movies and TV shows that you like to put on to fall asleep, yes. Um, lately, it's been nothing but trouble for me. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. That, that movie, the movie, nothing but trouble. That's been my bedtime Dan movie. Dan Aykroyd. The, the past couple of weeks. Yeah, it is just bad shit, fucking insane. <laughs> it is. But I find that when nothing's working, I put on. On YouTube, I find a playlist of 90s infomercials, like specifically Ronco and stuff. Yeah. And where he's selling, you know, sets of knives and rotisserie machines That's and stuff. That's my favorite. There is something about that that is... It's soothing. It is soothing, dude. I don't. I know that means I'm probably fucked up somewhere on the inside. <laughs> like, I got some wires crossed Aren't somewhere. Aren't we all? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, watch Ronco try to show me some fucking knives and I'll be counting sheep before you know it, dude. I, I was the same way with QVC, like, especially during the summers. I just kind of getting a little bit off topic, but during the summer, I, like, I would stay up hella late for no reason. And it would be like three o'clock in the morning and it would just be nothing but infomercials on. But for some reason, it would lull me to sleep and I loved yeah. it. But during my sick days, I loved watching QVC and HSN uh, and pretty much anything that they were selling. And it, it was soothing, especially when I actually was sick. It was very soothing. And I loved it when they did their like Christmas, like early Christmas sales, which I think they just had a bunch of back stock from the last season that they're trying to get rid of at like you know, a fraction of the cost. But I would see like some really crazy gadgets and stuff or toys and things that I really wanted. And I would actually take notes to give to my mom. Like, hey, hey I know it's like August, but here's my Christmas yeah. list. <laughs> it's all QVC, Bryce. What's wrong with you? Yes. Why, does, why does my boy have a QVC Christmas list? No other boy is like this. <laughs> um, you know, um, the infomercials that you would catch when you were homesick as a kid, the daytime television infomercials. They're very different from the infomercials that you would catch if you fell asleep in, watching Chappelle show and then you wake up yes. to Girls Gone Wild. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, you never catch that in the daytime, but no. you know, that's that's an exciting and hey man, you know, if you're if you didn't have great internet in your house but you did have that, you know, thirty minute Girls Gone Wild infomercial. That's all you, you needed. Know, that's all you need now. <laughs> Put that one in the bank, you know? Uh, so, Jamie, I have something embarrassing to admit here. And it's, I mean, we've already said a, a few embarrassing things. I hope nobody yeah, will I'll, isolate. I'll, I'll and, break the fucking ice and, for you, man. <laughs> right. I used to watch Nick Jr. like really kind of late in the in the game, like almost oh, as yeah, a teenager. Yeah. Like I was way too old for that the programming. Like it was not geared or targeted towards me. But for some reason, during a sick day, if there's nothing else on TV. I loved watching Nick Jr. It, can, can you relate to that? I, I watched a lot of Nick Jr. Okay, okay, good. I do have the excuse that I have a sister that's ten years younger than me. So, oh yeah, I, I, she was all into Nick Jr. and I was. You know, God, I, I, you know, going into middle school and stuff like that. So I was well aware of what was going on in the world of Blue's Clues and Face. You know, oh yeah, Face. face. I love Face. Face is rad. They, they should have a face for for you know the older kids. I agree. <laughs> he yeah. like, looks all punk or goth out. I, I would He's love rad. that shit. That would be amazing. But uh, yeah, so I was well aware of of Nick Junior. I did you know my day my so I didn't have to fit that into my on my sick days because I was. I had that was on the TV in the house all the time. Okay, you know my sister growing up, so I was kind of looking for something different. I mean, dude, I've I kind of like accidentally changed my life in a sick day in high school once, where 
I watched uh, all three Lord of the Rings in a row back to back. Oh my god! <laughs> and I, I, I literally, I can't really explain it. I can't quantify it or, or describe it. But I'm different. The person who, the person who went in to my bedroom that day and put those movies on is a different person than sit, that sits here in front of you. <laughs> I something happened when you watch that much Lord of the Rings in one shot. Something happens. Yeah, it, it changed. You're right. I think it does change your life. So that's that was a that was a pretty crucial sick day. So the next one is I when I was when I was really sick one time. I, I wasn't faking it. I caught Beast Wars for the first time. Oh yes, that CGI was, like kind yes, of cartoon. Was, that was based off of Transformers. Bad CGI. It was Transformers, but they transformed between robots and animals and instead insects of robots too. And, and and yes, yes, yes. Which to me, like a person who doesn't really ever give a shit about cars, like that's way more interesting to see a robot turn into a tiger. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? But I never, I never heard of that show until I watched it when I was homesick one day, and I was never able to figure out when it played. Like, when did new episodes come on Saturday mornings? What? Like, I, I never found it. So if I ever really wanted to watch it, I would stay homesick. And actually, anytime I was really sick, I, that would be a little thing in the back of my head. Like, oh, I, I can to watch, watch Beast Wars. Yes, That's kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you, you're familiar with Beast Wars? I am. I uh, did not catch the cartoon until after... I like got one of the toys for Christmas and also had a neighbor when I was a kid that had the PS one game. And that's what kind of yeah. got me into it. And I've actually re- like revisited it not that long ago. It does not hold up. Unfortunately. Yeah. The, the animation is really right. It's kind of like, remember the show reboot uh, yeah. uh, at the same time as like the PlayStation one graphics. Re- reboot two did not really hold up either. It's a little dry. It's a little boring for some I think reason. Reboot actually was another one that I would catch on sick days all the time. And I could never figure out when to, actually watch it like, yeah yeah if it came on in the evenings or it came on saturdays or whatever but um another one is cheaters i would <laughs> cheaters. love to catch cheaters man <laughs> uh and i still love cheaters to stay actually as a matter of fact really strange two little tidbits on cheaters one i want to talk about my favorite episode which is where Jer- joey greco gets stabbed have you seen that episode? oh my god no i have not oh, I gotta put that look on the that top. Up. I'm gonna look. Put that, that up. on the top of your list, okay, Bryce and listeners. The episode where Joey Greco gets stabbed. Okay, I will tell you. I don't want to spoil too much for. Well, he gets fucking stabbed. Spoiler, <laughs> uh, but it happens for real. It's you know he. They're tracking. Okay, in case you guys don't know, Cheaters is a show where uh, someone will suspect their significant other yeah. of infidelity. And they'll reach out to cheaters, and cheaters has like private investigators who follow the significant other around and, and either catch them cheating or not catch them cheating. And uh, in this one episode, they followed this woman onto this guy's boat. And so they were like kind of creeping behind this guy on the boat, and they pull up and they do the whole thing. They're like, Hey, I'm Joey Greco with cheaters. And the guy, and they start getting ready to board this guy's boat in the middle of this lake. And the guy's like, Don't you come on my boat? And Joey Greco's like, we're coming on that boat in the name of justice. Oh, my God. And he's like, you better not come on this boat. He's like, I'm coming on. It, I had to say that, like, the, the host is, like, scrawny. Like, he's not built or he doesn't work out or anything. It's just a scrawny, almost-looking nerd. It's very interesting that he would, like, approach him in that sort of manner. Well, let's let's put it to you this way, and this is going to make a lot. Joey Greco is is – as close to real life Batman as we get, I and guess. when you when when you asked, I, I I listened to an interview with Tim Burton in in 1989, and he said, "Well, why did you pick a comedian, a not muscular guy, to play Batman?" And he said, "Well, 
the way I looked at the content is if somebody was going to dress up like a bat, it would have to be somebody who was not very scary looking. Mm. You know, they would have if if they have a desire to dress up like a bat, they're you know that's so, a pretty good point. I think Joey Greco is, is close to Batman, but anyway, he hops on the boat after the guy warns him not to. The guy stabs him in the stomach Fuck. and throw throws him overboard. <laughs> they have to fish him out of the water. And as they're taking him back to the shore to get to the ambulance, Joey Greco's holding this knife wound and he's passing out. He's turning all pale. And he looks to the camera and he goes, anything for the price of justice. God damn. Yeah. That is so Batman, though. That's what that I'm is saying. so Batman. Okay. Joey I, I Greco, baby. Now. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I wanted to put a pin on the sick day thing by saying you knew the day was over, you know, when Simpsons came on. Because it was 5 oh, o'clock. Yes. It's the evening. Prime time. You know, that your sick day is over. You got to be back to school tomorrow. Yep. You're so right. That was the same way, too. Like, once the prime time television, like, when I heard for the home improvement, like, theme song, you knew the day was over. The parents were coming home. The fun's over. Like, you almost start to get depressed a little bit. Yes, you do. Like, every so often, I would have multiple sick days in a row. And that was, like, pretty magical, almost as magical as, like, having more than one snow day in a row. Oh, that's but, fun. But I mean, of course, I was, I was actually sick, so it's not as fun as having a snow day. But I think that's a perfect segue into our the, the next topic here, and that is like TV shows with the theme of sick days in it. Mm, that is a great one. So there's an episode of uh, Rocco's Modern Life called Flu in Uenza. And it's about uh, Spunky. Like, he has, like, this really weird virus or something or the dog flu or whatever. And he somehow gets Rocco sick, which I don't know if they were, you know, making out or something. Like, Oh, yeah. There's always, like, <laughs> strange implications we, with Rocco. It's, it's not actual, like, you know, bestiality because they're both animals, I guess. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, nobody... Nobody was planning on us trying to pick out the rules of, right. of interspecies bestiality in Rocco's Modern Life. Nobody ever saw that coming. I, I think Disney um, did, maybe. I don't know. Uh, hey, man, did you see <laughs> that they that they took the 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 bust away from Lola Bunny for Space Jam Two? I saw that. That's very interesting. They don't want to sexualize her, but they'll sexualize everything else. I, you know, hey, man, people are still gonna want to fuck that bunny. I'm sorry to tell you, <laughs> you know. That's Boobs why furries exist. That's why furries yeah. exist. It's totally okay. And there's no judgment here on the Forever Bogus podcast. I do not care. Just as long as you're not hurting anybody or hurting yourself. I don't care. That's, hey, amen, bro. Yep, yep. But uh, so this all happens like right before there's a huge like wrestling event. And like Rocco's doing everything in his power to make himself feel better. Like including like stuffing a bunch of like toilet paper and stuff up his nose so his nose won't run but ends up like busting out it's like kind of a disgusting episode and i love it for that reason it reminds me a little bit of the episode where in a family guy where chris gets mumps from oh, a star trek yes. convention yeah, and it, it's actually up. If, it's gross if you've ever been to a convention you're like shit you can get mumps at that thing there yeah. are some foul people i could definitely see that <laughs> yeah. somebody con- contracting some weird shit from those conventions. It's strange because we live in a COVID world now, so it's really hard to think about. But back before coronavirus, um, it was just a known thing. Like I go to two conventions a year. I go to two I go to a horror movie convention that happens twice a year, and I, I wouldn't miss any and it was just a known thing. Like, oh, you get sick the day after a convention. You you get a cold. Like yeah. it, it always it happens no matter what. You you know, no matter so like that's it's fucking weird and gross to think about it really is especially now that like we're totally aware of 
how that how we can contract those types of things and and try to avoid it. It's crazy. You're huffing in all these nerds' farts all day. Or <laughs> celebrity farts. Uh, getting really sick, yeah. I, I, I huffed a fucking Gary Busey fart on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No wonder you got sick. Are you, are you a Dexter's Laboratory fan? I'm a huge Dexter's Laboratory oh, I love fan. It too. And I actually saw that as sort of, you know, the last line of defense. When I was, when I was at my peak of hating school in middle school and I just dreaded wanting to – you know, dreaded going there, I should say. Um, it felt like jail. Uh-huh. Uh, the last thing I would watch on TV before I had to leave for school in the morning was Dexter's Lab. So I have a very, like, special bond with that show. It was wow. like my last line of comfort, you know? Right. Before you go to hell. Uh, yeah. Dexter's Laboratory had an episode called Germ Warfare. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. It's uh, where Dexter's family is like gets sick. And Dexter's like doing anything in his power to avoid it, including like putting himself in quarantine, inventing like this crazy gun that would like shoot germs away from him. And I think at the end of the episode, he ends up getting sick. It's like it was inevitable. Like he would, he's gonna end up getting sick no matter what. Yeah, I remember that shit. That was great. Yes. Um, another Nicktoon, uh, Ren and Stimpy. Uh, their episode Nurse Stimpy, which is kind of one of my favorite episodes, just because of like how off the wall and kind of disgusting it is. Ren gets like <laughs> deathly ill and Stimpy decides to like take care of him and like going as far as dressing up as a nurse, which is really, really strange. You can see where they came up. With, I mean, I, I, I don't like it and I think it's in bad taste, but like when they came back for the adult party cartoon or whatever the fuck, uh, you could see why, where the people came up with it. They should be a couple, you know? Yes. I, I, I don't love the idea, but like you can see where they came. There's a lot of, lot of shit happening in the original show. Like I, that's, support that kinda, I support it. I support it. It's totally fine. They're very kind of codependent as well. It's, well, no, I mean, I, the, the thing that made it, the thing that I don't support about it was that they were like, Look, they're gay. Isn't that funny? Oh, I see. You know? I gotcha. Yeah. And that's kind of how early Family Guy was, too. Like, they're cracking a lot of gay jokes, which is, yeah, yeah. makes me very I'm, I'm, uncomfortable. I'm, I'm surprised Seth Seth uh, McFarlane hasn't been in trouble yet. I, well, just wait. Just wait. Yeah. I'm sure it'll he, come to the light very he soon. Said, he said a lot of gnarly stuff. He did. Yeah. A lot of yeah. racist shit, too. Like, I couldn't believe it. And I went back there, and there's stuff. There's stuff that. on old Family Guy episodes, and I'm like, wow, how's nobody pissed off about this? Yes. You know? And, like, they banned the Jew episode. Like, the most, like, kind of minute uh, episode where it comes to, like, racism and stuff like that. Like, Which one did, was that? Was that where he, he was... Uh, it was the Weinstein tra- episode. He did. did he tried to turn Chris into Jew, Jewish uh, so he would be successful. That one? Pretty much, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous. But anyway... There's, there's way worse episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. There is. There is. Uh, so let's talk about Schneider here. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but let's talk about Clarissa explains it all. Put your feet on my face. <laughs> put put this ketchup on your feet. Mm. So disgusting. But Clarissa had a, a an episode called Sick Days where uh, Clarissa doesn't want to attend this ancient Greece pageant day at school. She thought it was like really corny. She didn't, did not want to be a part of it or participate in yeah. it. So she fakes getting sick. And then about halfway through the episode, she finds out that I think they get Queen Latifah or something to attend. And so all of a sudden she's like, oh, I feel great. I feel so much better now. I can go to school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've been busted. Right. And then uh, she actually finds out that she is sick for real. And uh, she can't go to it and missed out on everything. So it's a bit of like a moral to the story. 
at the end of the episode. But still, it's it's a pretty fun episode because she tells you like different techniques and stuff like that to to act like you're sick and like actually pass kind of like Ferris Bueller. You just read my mind, man. I was going to say nobody's done a sick day better than Fer- Ferris Bueller. Oh, yeah, I agree. We actually could not have done this episode without bringing up Ferris Bueller. <laughs> I mean, that, the, the king of sick days. Absolutely. You, are you aware of like the, the, the spinoff TV show at all? No. There's a Ferris Bueller spinoff TV show? Yeah, man. And they didn't get Matthew Broderick. They got Of course not. They can't else. afford that. And but but they did this thing like when they were promoting the show, they had a cardboard cutout of Matthew Broderick from Ferris Bueller, and they had the kid who was playing him in the show come out and cut him in half with a chainsaw. That is amazing. That's not me. I'm me. You know, (laughs) I like that. That's great promotion. Yeah, yeah. There's a there is a uh, Ferris Bueller short-lived TV show. I gotta look. But the movie, I think, honestly. it's tops for me. That's one of my favorites of all time. For I agree. Day off, man. It's it's uh, one of my favorite John Hughes movies. That's that's for sure. Like it's it's definitely up there for me. And it's easy to watch. Like I would watch. I could watch it almost every day and not really get bored with it. Yeah, dude. So it's like casual viewing. Yes. Perfectly cozy, funny at times. You know, so quotable. Uh, like there's yeah, so many great quotes in it. it yeah, I, it's one of like three movies that if you know and like and can quote. You have something to talk to with that uncle that you have nothing in common. With. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. You're so right. At the, at the bare minimum, you guys can quote Ferris Bueller back and forth. Right. And fucking Christmas Vacation. You know what <laughs> yes, I mean? Yes. 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 All right. Let's talk about the final one on my list here, and it's honestly my favorite like sick day TV show episode, and that's the Adventures of Pete and Pete Sick Day. Oh yeah, Ugh. the titular Sick Day. Everything about this episode is my favorite, even from like. Having some crazy cameos, like like from LL Cool J being little Pete's. LL Cool J <laughs> is hard as hell. Yes. Yeah, I was an LL fan back in the day. Man. Ah, so cool. So little Pete fakes getting sick to skip school. He uh, does this really funny trick where he goes to like a grocery store and gets an expired label of uh, I think it was like peaches or something or tapioca, tapioca. That's what it was, tapioca. tapioca. And he puts that expired label on the can, and then he fakes like he's like really sick and stuff. His mom didn't believe him until she pulled out the can and was like, oh, this is expired. You are sick for real. And then uh, little Pete <laughs> breaks the, the sick day rule and decides to venture out into town, which you never do when on a sick day because you can get That's caught. true. Yeah. You can get in trouble. There, there was that rumor. Yeah. You, oh, you don't leave the house when you're staying home for sick because the cops will. What? what yes. Is the cop gonna arrest a child? No. That, you know what I mean? I think if you were stayed home sick and your parents went to work and you had a Ferris Bueller like adventure or just like went to the arcade, it would it would reflect badly on your parents. Oh yeah. And I think that I think they were like, if you be seen in public, you're going to jail. But see, here in the case of like Ferris Bueller, he lived in a very he lived in a city, so he could get away, like be. And it caught up in the mix and nobody would really know it was him. But like in the case of like little Pete, he lives in Wellsville, this very kind of small town. He could yeah. very easily get caught. And in fact, he did by the, um, the post, uh, woman and the, I think Stu, the, the, the bus driver catches him too. But what I loved about this episode the most is that it really plays up on like the, the feeling of like magic when you are having that sick day because you're seeing, the town in a different light like you're seeing this town during the day which you really don't get to see because you're you're stuck in these four walls that we call school um 
And you really don't get to see all the other crazy things that happen within a town, like seeing the post the post woman uh, delivering all the mail, or yeah. uh, Stu the the bus driver taking his lunch. And dude, what about so you? So it's almost similar to you know, like pop culture uh-huh. TV, like we were talking about before, daytime TV. When you're homesick, you're seeing a whole new light of it. And yes. the same thing. Like you're when you're homesick, you see a whole new light to your town because you see different people and, and, and things like that. Yeah. But you know who was king of the ring, man? Who was that? You ever, you ever have a half sick day? Uh, I do now, but I don't think I've ever had. I guess when I went to like the dentist or something, I guess I would take half a sick day. There's there's two kinds of half sick days. There's okay. Where, you're, where you come in the, already halfway through the day and uh-huh. you just finish the day. Or when you leave early to go, because yes. you fake sick down the nurse, so you got a stomachache. Like <laughs> um, I've done that more often than than faking at the beginning of the day before I go. Okay, I, I faked to the nurse a lot. Interesting. Like, yeah, t- to the I, point where like she knew you were crying wolf, or she actually believed you. No, I don't think she gave a shit. Uh, okay, she she gave out toothbrushes on Halloween. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Nurse Pat. Um, but yeah. Uh, the King of the Ring is the guy who takes the first half of the day off because he had a doctor's appointment or something like that, and then comes to school halfway through, and he comes in with McDonald's. Oh, man. Yo. And he always brags about it, too. He's like, You're I never... got chicken nuggies. I got a large fry. <laughs> hey, look, I'm drinking hey, soda. What's in that cup? Is that orange Fanta? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Wait. Hey, no one is cooler than no, that. No, you're absolutely wow. right. <laughs> you can put that kid in, like in a room with with grown men like in a band like guitarists and and he'll probably take home more girls you're probably right especially if, especially if he shared like if he shared the a couple fries McDonald's. yeah oh hey what kind of sauce do you have with those nuggies oh sweet and sour yes yes <laughs> oh wow he's so cool so cool uh, but seriously, he's dying from a disease. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> the reason why he comes in every day from with McDonald's is because he has to go to the hospital because he's all fucked up. Right. Yeah, but he's just so cool. Like, but worth it. Yeah, it's so worth it. So, yeah. like, th- that brings it up. Like, I really only take, like, half sick days now uh, at work. Not very often do I call in, like, just to, just to get out of work or anything, unless I'm, like, legitimately sick. But... I don't know. I, if, have you ever called into work because you're actually sick, or do you? Are you one of those that like goes in even though like you're deathly ill, like you could barely drive, you could barely walk? I, I would save it for uh, snow days and stuff like that. Okay, you know there was no, there's no like, um, there's nothing set in stone. Or like, oh, if it snows, you don't have to go to work. You know, it's just it's up to you to say like, hey, it would be a real pain in the ass for me to try to get there today, so I'm yeah. gonna write to my boss and then like. People make you feel like assholes because you call out for the snow, like, "Hey, I'm I'm not going in today." And then you find out that everybody else went in. You're like, "You got you got fucking pricks, <laughs> <laughs> make me look like an make asshole." Make me look like the asshole. Uh, but I I and the thing is, dude, it's go- gone, man, it's gone. Uh, working from home, my work's on this desk all the time, no matter when. You know, I don't I haven't had a proper sick day in like six years, dude. Yeah, and I would kill for a proper sick day. Right, I. I just don't see that ever happening again in in my life until I change careers, you know? <laughs> well, if you were to take a sick day and out of all the movies that you own or TV shows that you own, like, is there something specific that you would watch 
during your sick day? If I if I'm really sick and I'm trying to relax, I would put on some familiar content. Maybe I would do the YouTube playlist of '90s Ronco commercials. <laughs> right. Maybe I do Army <laughs> of Darkness, uh, Evil Dead Two. Uh, like I, I kind of had a, a fake sick day just yesterday. Uh, where for your birthday? Really, yeah, it was my birthday yesterday, and I I didn't I wasn't to take a sick day. I didn't take the day off, but I just did the bare absolute minimum that I could for work. And I watched uh, Evil Dead 2. I started with Evil Dead 2. Then I went to Big Trouble Little China. Nice. And then I went to... What did I watch next? I watched Ghost Rider. Uh, <laughs> with Nick Cage? With Nicolas Cage. Um, and then I went to Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance Part 2. Now, is Nick Cage um, in that one? Yes. Okay. I've never seen that one. I, that, I, it's better, I it's saw better the first one, one and I was like, nope, yeah. I'm done with Ghost Rider. Oh, oh, well, you got to revisit it. Man. Okay. You, all right. Don't, don't, you know, this just is because so you bad, said this so. Is a, this is a so bad it's good movie. This okay. is not, you know, don't, don't, you know, you're not watching Scorsese here. Right. Um, <laughs> and then I wrapped it up with uh, Nothing But Trouble. So I, I okay. had like five movies I watched in one day. What about, what about you? Sick day. So my sick day go to is probably Blank Check. Or there's this movie called Punks, and like I would watch it. Like I would drop everything when I was a kid to watch those movies if they were on TV. And now that I actually owe them on tape, like on VHS, I can watch them whenever. So if I want like a kind of a feel good movie, like I don't feel well right now, and I don't really feel like doing anything, I'll pop those movies on, and for some reason they'll make me feel a little better. Yeah, that's that's the same thing with the ones I, I mentioned. Evil Dead Two is like in my DNA. He brought up Blank Check a lot. I do. Uh, on the course of the show. <laughs> I do. Is that a favorite of yours, I guess? It, it is. It's mostly just because it was a childhood favorite. It's not a good movie by any means at all. And it's more of like a really, like, looking at it objectively, it's kind of, like, it should have been canceled a long time ago. But <laughs> but, but for some reason, like, it just, I, I hold a very interesting spot in my heart for that, just because it was a, a childhood favorite. Hey, I don't want to dump on it or anything, because I know it's a favorite of yours, but that, that kid does make it with that adult woman, doesn't he? Uh, uh, first base, yeah. All yeah. right, yeah. Hey, first base is not nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that adult woman kissed that that boy, Ugh. that young boy, and, on and the lips. It's so cringy too. Like when it gets to that point in the movie, I'm like, should I fast forward it? Should I stop it? Or should I just like put up with it? And I, uh, I had, uh, I saw my parents recently, and uh, I just like my mom's a horror movie fan, so I was just like, I'll just put on Jennifer's body in the background while we're talking or whatever. And uh, there's a pretty steamy couple of scenes there, and I was like, <laughs> hey, this is a fucking nightmare. Sitting there yes, watching, with yeah, your with your parents, that's a nightmare. <laughs> and it never, you know, I'm 32 now, man, and it was just as bad as when I was 16. Oh, I'm sure. It's especially it's- like uh, like. There was the there's the part if you ever seen Jennifer's body where uh, the titular Jennifer she comes on to the the blonde girl the main yes. the main protagonist and I was like I kind of want to watch this alone <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got tickets to the bathroom uh, <laughs> hey guys I'll be back uh, but yeah that's that's pretty much it man I mean, we really want to know uh, that for the from the listener uh, what your sick day movie is like how did you spend your sick days in in the 90s growing up what daytime tele- television did you enjoy watching what's some daytime television that you wanted to go back and revisit did you spend any uh, time away from school like faking sick to catch some of that daytime television we want to know yeah we didn't we didn't even touch uh, action figures and board games you know no, and no. that's 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 a big part of it too so yeah let us know uh, we, uh, this is something that's always fascinating to us this could be 
this could be a way longer episode. This could be a part. This could have a part two and part three. I mean, easily the the, the, the it's limitless what you do in a sick day, especially back in the nineties. I mean, I bet these days you kind of just look at your phone all day. Unfortunately, you, you know TikTok. I mean? uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I do have some big news for you for everybody, Jamie. Yeah. We, we've been hiding this for a little while because we've been uh, cahoots with uh, a guy that we're going to be bringing on as a guest. He was um, he played kind of an important part on the set of Tammy and the T-Rex. Yeah. So- <laughs> he- <laughs> yeah. So uh, the movie Tammy and the T-Rex, the movie where uh, the dude from Fast and the Furious is yep, a teenager. Paul Walker. His- Paul Walker gets yep. his RIP Paul Worker. Yes. He gets his... <laughs> brain put into a uh, a robot dinosaur body and uh <laughs> falls in love and and it's it's romantic and it's violent and uh it's amazing yeah, so 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 bryce uh made friends with someone who worked on the film and i was pretty hands-on with the robot animatronic and so yep. we are going to bring him on pretty soon we have a lot of questions about working with animatronic dinosaurs and particularly working on that film uh so stay tuned for that very excited about that. And that's hopefully going to be dropping early next month. Um, but otherwise, we are going to be talking about goths very soon. We, oh, had, yeah. a, we had a really good reception with um, our butt rock episode and our punks episode. So we decided we're going to dive into another subculture and uh, see all the different goths in film and TV shows. So we're really excited to jump into that as well. That's even funnier because goths are like the awkward cousin to punks. You know? Yes. Yeah, so people have a lot of fun with goths. You remember, know? remember the youngest child in a Home Improvement when he turned goth? Oh, and had his that goth, goth friend. Yeah, yeah, dude, fuck yeah, so strange. Yeah. So we'll definitely get deeper into that subject, and I can't wait. Dude, for that. I, 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 when we were talking about doing that episode, I just it was popping in my head left and right, like even more than like the the punks episode. Like, oh I'm just yeah, seeing, oh man, all these different ones. The little fat kid who was on the. Uh, the shock rock episode of Jerry Springer defending who oh. to his parents. And he has the half shaved head and the black lipstick. <laughs> He's like, they, they're good because they don't want you to listen to the government. Yes. Like, it's little, oh my God. Fuck we'll, yeah, get into it. we'll get into yeah. it. Don't take away from that episode, but we're excited to jump into that. But, uh, we want to remind you to, uh, review us, share us. We've been getting a lot of new listeners here. And so we really want to thank you and appreciate Everything that you guys do for us. Yeah, continuing to listen is, is so awesome. We're super appreciative and we're glad to spend this time with you. For real, I know people say that shit, but we really mean it. Um, yes, and and it's yucky to have to ask anybody for favors because you've already spent an hour with us. So thank you. We appreciate that. But but if you have time and you want to review us on iTunes, apparently that helps us. Yep, it sure does. Yeah. Well, we have a, a bunch of subjects we're going to be getting into relatively soon. But uh, until then, Jamie... Always remember to be kind. Rewinds. And we'll all stay. Y'all should know this. This be the best podcast in the universe. We got the host, Rash Shoemaker. Nothing like they move candy bars, any takers, and arsenal of VHS tapes. I'm feeling really great. I'm hoping y'all great. Flea markets. Yes, one for nickel. Complain about Rwanda sounding like Angelica Pickles. Watching P&P, maybe Malcolm in the middle. Sail on Gary the Snail. Mr. McNeely, I hope one of these days you will bring me my mail. Eat, count, shot, you know you hoover, order pale ales. Yo, I'm doper than diamonds, I got my bling with sales. Thinking I'ma get by the spot, but still a prevail. I got no rhymes for the VHS community. Got some lunch meat for you Nimrods. Rap game, speed jobs on that PG style, the distance. 
identify with lasers. What we need right here is some good old taters. Back to back clamshells of the King Crusader. The one from the 90s as well as beyond. You're an asshole if you play as a job and James Bond. Y'all gone. With that sheet, that wiggity whack. Like soda, this flat is spilling right into your land. This sounds lousy. Another episode featured on Boom Howdy. And I'm outie. Cause forever bogus. Y'all should know this. Forever bogus. Y'all should know this. Forever bogus. Y'all should know this. This be the best podcast in the universe. I know more.